Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Welcome. This is Brenda Lanoff, Whispering Energetic Healing. And I am so thrilled to have um, the guest on today, Mary Angela Paradi from Australia. Now, the reason I love to do this show and do the interviewing is because I want to show how energy healing is a complement, not a conflict with Western medicine, and how a combination of Eastern and Western medicine can really increase your ability to overcome health challenges. So this radio show is for anyone who wants to experience unique and powerful ways to complement your current practice if you're a patient a uh, healthcare professional, holistic healer, or any individual looking for transformation. So be- before I bring on Mary Angela, I want to mention and give some information about Mary Angela. She is an author, transformational medical intuitive healer, naturopath, spiritual coach, wellness leader, and teacher. She is an angelic, ascended masters, and interdimensional shamanic channel. For 30 years, Mary Angela has practiced in the fields of energy medicine, biomedical science, naturopathy, holistic health, and meditation. She is the founder of the Alchemy Energy Healing Spiritual System that eliminates limiting beliefs by removing blocks and reprogramming the mindset, creating transformation which leads to miracles. Mary Angela's certified healing training program weaves together sacred geometry and ancient Egyptian wisdom. So excited to talk about that. And bridging a deep connection to the earth. Her proven healing process provides the tools and techniques to overcome challenges, create health, loving relationships, successful life outcomes, and greater personal presence. So welcome, Mary Angela. Thank you, Brenda. You have quite the background, and I think it's so interesting that you are also of Italian-Chilean heritage and inspired by Tasmania's beauty. So a real uh, collection uh, and formula of a vast array of experience um, that you have picked up throughout the world. So um, I'm really looking forward to talking to you and 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 I'd love to find out exactly how did you get into this uh, this healing work? Well, thank you, Brenda. It's a great question. Um, my interest in natural medicine started probably around the time my mum got sick with breast cancer, and I wanted to help other people. And I was really drawn to naturopathy, but at that time, my father couldn't afford it, and he didn't actually encourage that that side of me. He preferred me to um, follow a path that was a bit more credible. So I studied science, 
and obviously for me that was really important to have that biomedical background and serving, working in pathology, seeing people's diseases and illnesses triggered me to start to realise that I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be just um, diagnosing cancer. I want to be helping people before they to, got to that point. So I decided to retrain. I'd been seeing all these women in the department, all had a dream, and they all said they wanted to leave, but they just stayed where they were. And I thought, gosh, if I, if I continue, I might be like these ladies. And I, I just knew, my, I didn't realise at that stage, but my guys were prompting me, naturopathy, you, you thought about that before, think about it again. And, and there weren't any courses down here in Tasmania, a little island underneath Australia. Um, so I started doing it online, but I realised for me learning, I have to learn in a group environment. So finally a college started and I, I was off and running. But I was pregnant at that time. And even though I was interested in healing and Reiki, um, when my son was born, I started doing a bit of work with him, but his his allergy, he was really, had highly sensitive um, health, allergic to a lot of um, foods and chemicals. And I wondered if working in pathology with some of the chemicals that I was exposed to might have um, created some extra sensitivity in him in utero. And I started working a bit more with some of the healing with my naturopathy background, I tried lots of different remedies and herbs and I also took them myself. But my guides were prompting me, you've got to do more. And having that science background helped me to structure how I was actually trying to um, differentiate what he was going through. Is it all physical? How much of this is emotional? What, what was I going through at that time when I was pregnant with him that was actually influencing his health and at that time I was going through um, some real difficulties with a past relationship and I was in fear and I hadn't I wasn't able to sell my house at that time so I was started to treat him with um, flower essences and I treated myself with the, the same flower essences to help shift his mindset that he might have picked up from me at that time in utero of being powerless of being anxious of feeling depressed and I also had to change my diet. I didn't realise how sensitive he was to a lot of the foods that I was eating. So a lot of that helped me to discover what else can I be doing to help this baby sleep? How can I help his, his skin recover? So using a lot of naturopathic medicine to support his gut. But then also looking at, with my pendulum, what else was going on? Is it just physical or emotional? But then the spiritual started to come through and I was asking a lot of questions. Where was this um, experience coming from? And I did pinpoint it to a past life um, for him in Egypt where he did have, have um, he had eaten grain that had mould in it and that was still impacting on him at that time through the mould, through the genetic memory and as I started to heal that, connecting with my guides and bringing in different frequencies and learning to channel more effectively, his skin started to improve and so did his sleep. Interesting. And for the fact that you 
were able to pull up the information of the past life experience pinpointed to the grains, the mold on the grains. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? Wow. And that, um, when, once you discovered that there was mold on the grains, what techniques did you use to, to, uh, to heal? So I had learnt pranic healing at that stage, so I was going through the different chakras, pulling out where that imprinting was lodged and mm-hmm. pulling out that memory, pulling out the stagnation and the experience of suffering, of, um, of me also being his mother at that time, of not being able to help him, not having enough skills, doing some DNA healing at that level of trying getting his um, skin to formulate back into the original blueprint of health. So I tried lots of different things and mm-hmm. at that time I felt um, I was calling on other people to help me as well and they kept saying, you've got the answers. And at times I felt quite limited. I didn't feel like I was receiving enough information, but the more they, it, you know, it was really interesting, I felt they were blocking me. How can't why can't you help me? But at that time, I realized I do have the answers. I just have to structure this more and break it down even more than I'm already doing. So every day I'd ask, what is the next layer? What is the next element that needs to be addressed? Is it still emotional? How much anger or grief is still stored in his body? So a lot of it was emotional. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing how emotional is connected Almost not, I believe, but 99% to physical issues. Definitely. And it's, it's, there's a book by um, called The Biology of Belief by Bruce Lipton, and he's a research scientist, and he's actually proven a lot of that emotion is stuck in the DNA, in the, in the tissues, and by releasing that, it can start to heal the body, which is so exciting. And sorry, what was the name of this person again? Dr. Bruce Lipton. And oh, oh, Bruce Lipton. Yes. Yes. Yes, and um, also um, there's Dr. Bruce Lipton. Well, there's so many, and there's Dr. Bradley Nelson, um, who many people may know of as well. Mm-hmm. And the same as to clearing the emotions that your body starts healing. So it's just fabulous work, and you you certainly have a vast array of of healing that you do. So, um, yeah, that's wonderful. So I began journaling a lot of my experience with him, what I tried, what different strategies I'd used. A lot Mm -hmm. of my clients at that stage were also mums with children that had allergies or difficulties with behaviour or sleep. Um, And then I put it together. I I felt really called to putting the journal notes down to um, creating the book Alchemy as a child for my experiences, how my connection to um, my spirit guides and how they helped me to uncover what I could support him with. But also in doing that, I was still struggling. Um, so the way I, it, what I did to help me out of my um, anxiety, um, because it created triggered postnatal depression because of the sleeplessness mm-hmm. that I went through, I started to learn to sing. It was something that I always wanted to do. And 
my singing teacher was a holistic teacher and it was more like therapy. We would just tone and make sounds and it helped with my confidence, it helped with my nervous system, but it also brought through my channeling of spirits and the first one that came through when I was seeing was this American Indian grandmother and she was bringing the frequency of the crow and when I was singing I felt like my arms were becoming wings and my face was becoming a beak and this really deep ancestral voice came through me and I was really shocked I thought that's not my voice what is going on beautiful and so that okay you were starting to channel from this American Indian grandmother so previous lifetimes I'm sure then do you think that you were as this American Indian grandmother Yes. yes yeah very, very cool. So that's interesting. So you really studied healing with uh, with sound, and sound is so healing at a vibrational yes. level. Yes. And that's helped you uh, channel. Yes, it definitely opened up my channeling abilities to drawing in other frequencies that um, would help myself and him and other people. So now I use, I'm a sound healer as well, so I'll mm-hmm. tone with the bowl or tone over people just to help harmonize that frequency where there is disruption or disease in the body to help regulate the atoms in the body and to shift it out. Nice. Okay. Very nice. So you are really covering off all the mind, body, and spirit through all the um, all the different work that you're doing. Yes, I definitely feel that for me it's a holistic perspective. I've got that science background that gave Mm -hmm. me the understanding of the body and I was able to over time develop that more and see what's happening within each organ, where the disease is or the blockage in, say, the liver and, you know, is it detoxing and what part of that liver isn't working well and why is that toxicity building up and is there emotions attached to it and... Is there coming? Is there, you know, a link to father's side of the family, and then also going back through the timeline? How many generations is that blocked? With my father, he was Italian. He left Italy. They, you know, left the persecution of Mussolini. They'd moved and uh, settled in Chile. Then we, when he was growing up, then um, Allende came in a, a communism again repeated the cycle for him so his family line had persecution they had fear they had powerlessness and so I was also having to shift that in myself and in my son um, so I was able to sort of follow through with the timelines where else is this stored and who's carrying that the most interesting that's so that's so what's well, so interesting but it's also fun uh, I, I just find it fascinating, and to do this detective work and and the layers and and where you can go with this. Um, is this something that you can do over the phone with your clients? Yes, I do it over the phone and through Skype as well. I don't need them physically with me. I can tune into what's happening at a distance, and often it takes away um, any distraction not having them in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's not. I'm not limited to time or space. So, what kind of benefits have your past clients experienced with this work? 
I do often um, have women that come to me. They're often the seekers, either the, they're seeking for themselves or their family, for their children or their partners. So um, often they come either anxious or depressed or stressed. You know, stress is a really uh -huh. big component of um, illness. You know where everything starts. I think um, so. They've they they're able to find their own health. I'm able to give them tools and strategies, so they're not just relying on me. They're feeling more empowered. They've got some practices and tools they can bring in to to help them to help you know their own guidance. Often the ones that come are sensitive, are intuitive. Um, if they're not really open to it. Over time, they, it's actually in them. They hadn't been aware of it. So most of the clients I attract are the ones that are healers or are mm -hmm. empaths and are really sensitive to other people's emotions and feelings and perhaps have been quite contaminated and not, um, not really certain about boundaries. So I help people find clarity, make sure that they're in the present and they're not disconnected too far into the future trying to create or you know a safe future or create stories in their um, mind or in, stuck in the past where they're trying to fix problems so what I help people do is find that center find that alignment so they're able to make clearer choices also obviously their health and well-being but there's that underlying mission that I have is to empower people to find their own gifts so they can live their true purpose it's so interesting now, isn't it, with the changes that we're going through and if people are aware of or if they've heard of uh, different, um, they were going through this big, huge, well, actually, transition uh, on a spiritual level. And there's such an interest, I believe, as to the Egyptian times. Um, what has been your experience? And, and can you talk a bit about... Um, about the Egyptian times and how we can maybe tap into that and how that would work? Sure, Brenda. So the basis of healing is comes from Egypt. Well, just before Egypt is Atlantis and a lot of the imprinting from Atlantis is seeded through Egypt. Um, their connection to the stars, to the constellations, to astronomy, to the gods. And it's not about... Um, putting any of the gods up on a pedestal. It's more about drawing in the frequency that these gods can provide for us, like an archetype or a totem medicine that they bring in. So the circle is the beginning of all life. It's the embryo. Um, it restores the blueprint of health. And when we have circles that um, um, cross over and create... Uh, they intertwine and they create a little petal as the two come together. If you create lots of little circles together, they're all overlapping and they create um, a flower. This is called the flower of life pattern. This is where geometry is based, the circle. You can draw a square inside it or a triangle. So all the mathematics or harmon harm harmonics or music comes from this circle. Um, it's the basis of all architect architecture as well. So when you see that flower of life, the petal formations as a 3D shape, as a sphere, and you ask it to spin, your intent is to connect to your guides to activate this healing sphere that restores origins of health. You can place that in the body. 
in different organs or around the cells or also right around the physical body, around the auric field because it will help to restore balance, restore harmony. And you can use it in many situations. If there's conflict with somebody, you can use that flower of life around you as a way of protection or filtering interference from somebody else. If you're tired, it's going to regenerate your energy and bring your frequency up and elevate that vibration. Uh, you can use it just in, also into the future if you know that there's something coming up that you're worried about. You can send that sphere into the future to bring harmony as well. So that's one that I really like to use often to just help to, as a general balancing tool. Is there, um, and this might be putting you on the spot, but I, I'm just feeling drawn to asking you, is there any um, meditation or process that you could give as an example like now for people to listen to at the moment and perhaps at a later date this that comes to you? <laughs> you know, yes, sure, I can do that, Brenda. Sure. I think that would be beautiful. And then people can listen to it later. It's always nice to come back on the replays and um, and get that healing work that, that we need at soul level. So anytime that you feel like doing that, and then we can get into some questions and answers afterwards. So please, um, go ahead. So just taking a few deep breaths and relaxing your body, slowing down your breath, and with each breath, you're more relaxed, letting go of any tension. And with each breath, you're going deeper and more relaxed and in a safe place. Imagine a stream of white luminous light shimmering down above you, coming down. You're connected to this light. This light brings in the frequency of joy, love, peace, balance, healing. You're breathing that down from the top of your head. You breathe in the light and you're more relaxed. I mean, it's flying down through your head, relaxing your face and your eyes, flowing down into your neck and jaw, down your chest and lungs, through your arms and hands, into your back. The light is being guided down into your pelvis, all that relaxation is radiating down your legs to the very tip of your toes. With your next inhalation, breathe up the healing energy from Mother Earth. So continue with this breath, breathing up from the earth and down from the divine. So your in-breath comes in from both directions. And you are in a protected channel. So just imagine a sphere around you, around your auric field. And this sphere has overlapping circles. And the circles form petals, which create the flower of life. This pillar of light activates the sphere by sending the light around the surface of the flower of life. And the light activates the flower of life. And this process will help to to rejuvenate the physical body, restoring health. And the sacred geometry of the overlapping petals restores the original blueprint of health. 
bringing that intention that the fear is clearing, cleansing and healing the past and the present. Imagine the pyramid around you within the flower of life, grounded and anchoring you to the earth and the apex, the top of the pyramid is above your head and the base of the pyramid is underneath your feet. Sense it, see it, feel it, know it's a solid anchor as it surrounds you within the flower of life sphere. And we ask for that pyramid to connect to that pillar of light above your crown and we're also activating that pyramid to bring in the healing frequencies right down through the base of the, the pyramid the base of the pyramid is infused with the four elements of life, fire, water, earth and air. We now have to focus and balance those four elements within the mind, body and spirit. Four elements create life and they're integral part of the circle and of new beginnings. The element of fire activates the masculine, being spontaneous, initiating, vitalizing and energetic and it brings transmutation and purifies the old and it balances motivation and inspiration and the fire element activates and balances your solar plexus above your navel. Now we're focusing on the element of water within the base of the pyramid which is passive and feminine, it's receptive and sustaining next to the subconscious, it's creative and fluid. And that water element brings regeneration and wisdom, it balances intuition and creativity, so you're able to follow your heart's desire. And the water element activates and balances your sacral chakra below your navel. Now we're focusing on the element of air, it's also active and masculine intellectual and brings communication and relates to the breath of life and speech and brings curiosity and ideas and processing of information. The air element activates and balances your heart chakra. Now we're focusing on the element of earth, passive, feminine, solid, material, physical, stable and grounded. The earth brings growth and productivity and strengthens the sense of security and stability. And this earth element balances your base or root chakra. And we ask to balance the four elements, balancing the pH of the fluids in the body, within the cells and outside the cells, to flush out any negative thought forms, negative emotions, and toxins from the past that may be limiting the balanced flow of fluids. We're asking to activate the original divine blueprint within the nucleus of the cells, bringing in and reinforcing the encoded healing frequencies. As you concentrate on your breath, you're amplifying that process and balancing those four elements. You're within the sacred healing pyramid, surrounded by the flower of life, grounded in the present moment and your breath is directed to healing and releasing anything lodged 
within your father's side and start reclaiming your worth from your father's side. We're releasing any wounds that his family had eight generations back of having no choices, of having limited opportunities. We're breaking free of the bonds and chains and resistance that still link you to the past, generational cellular memories that are locked in the body. We're choosing to let go and clear those patterns those ancestors are carrying. Just using your breath, giving it the intent that's releasing it, sending that timeline back eight generations. Going back eight generations, also on your mum's side of the family, clearing the next layer that you're ready to let go of that's carried from her side, her mother and her mother and her mother. We're clearing all those grandmothers, releasing from her side of the family having no choices and having limited opportunities. And you're breaking free of the bonds, the chains and the resistance that link you to the past generational cellular memories that are locked in your body. We're clearing and cutting from those ancestors and releasing those negative patterns, thought forms, emotions, expectations and fears that may have created illness. We're releasing that from both sides of the family that have created that limiting imprinting. We also ask to bring in forgiveness and unlock any remnants of shame, guilt or physical pain. And as you're doing that, you're feeling lighter. So you can integrate and assimilate all these changes. And your body is aligned and co-creating with the divine and with your higher self and with Mother Earth. And this frequency vibrates and resonates a new frequency within you so that now you can start to broadcast that within each cell and out into the world. We're asking to purify all that in all time, space, dimensions and realities and energy fields. And every day you'll feel easier to be you. And every day you'll feel lighter and happier. You're bathed and saturated in the light, dissolving all toxins and you're washing away anything else you're ready to let go of right now. And that universal source of light is flowing through you into the cells, into the organs, into your chakras, meridians, and auric field. And everything becomes perfectly healed. Every atom is healed. And even the space between the atoms is healed. You are the light. And the energy completely opens up all your circuits. And those channels are flowing easily. And you feel that you're able to open up into that energy and continue to be filled with the light. Now you're slowly going to come back into the room, but the light stays within you, within your body and energy field. And you're able to integrate and access all the changes you've experienced right now. Your boundaries are strengthened. The changes will become more easy for you to process. And just slowly going to come back into the room, moving your hands and feet, feeling more awake, feeling present and alert, feeling amazing. Welcome back. Let's have you back. Wow. <laughs> How did you feel, Brenda? 
Oh, my goodness. About halfway through your meditation, my head was starting to tingle. And I can feel these energies flowing down my body, starting to tingle. And then towards the end, and even right now at this moment, I'm doing a lot of uh, yawning, which signifies releasing of energies. And I continue to do that. And when that happens, I know that there's some powerful healing work that's just occurring at this moment. So I'm so grateful that um, you were able to do that with us today. Um, I know we didn't discuss it, but I felt very drawn that people needed to hear this beautiful work that you do, the healing work. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was just really, really enjoyed that. It was very, very peaceful, very, very nice. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. So glad you could feel that frequency coming through. Oh, yes. Thank you. And I love the idea that you have this science background, too. If you're really able to integrate the left brain and the right brain, the masculine, feminine, and... Uh, bring it in so beautifully so if there's any questions if anybody wants to open up um, you're welcome to do that at the moment or uh, submit any uh, chat messages um, please feel free to do that I will just leave that open and um, while we're waiting for someone to come on if you can just go over here um, what um, <clears throat> type of services do you offer so if someone was to contact you uh, what can they expect within a session how does it begin and how do you end the session well I always work on the priority so people can come with emotional things or um, something they're trying to work through themselves, relationship issues or health. Um, I do have lots of clients that have their own business, their healing business, or um, they're creative in some way, artists or photographers, um, musicians. So sometimes it's about their core, you know, their their work that they do and how they can bring more change and, and to reach greater people. So usually, you know, we go through what their burning issue is, I'll go through um, what, I, what I pick up about issues that are blocking them. So generally it's, a more, it's more about whatever is releasing, what's the next layer that needs to go that they're prepared to um, let go in that moment so they can open up to a better possibility. So it's not just about a reading at that time, it's about what can we clear in the future that might be holding them back. Perfect. I just got a message in here now. Just beautiful synchronicity for me, Mary Angela, today. Thank you from Jema. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, thank you, Jema, for posting that. And, oh, my goodness, I am still releasing. So excuse my yawning, but, I again, when that happens for me, I know that there's some major issues that are coming up for me to heal. And we're going through such intense energies right now. It's affecting us all. I don't think uh, there's anyone that's escaping that. And if you happen to be an empath, which most likely everybody who's listening to this now or in the future, if they're an empath, you know, it's, it can be very, very uh, tricky uh, to 
uh, not really get totally absorbed in all the shifts that are occurring. What are you, what's your best advice, Mary Angela, for an empath, for anyone who's picking up energies from somebody else that they might be picking up emotions that really aren't theirs, but they're picking up somebody else's and it's affecting them on a physical level. So what would you suggest to, to um, the listeners and, and on the replay of this show? How do, how do you protect yourself or what techniques do you like to, you know, um, talk to your clients, how they can work as to, um, with all the intense energies that are coming in? Of course, as an empath myself, and I didn't realize I was doing that as a child, I think that was why I was so anxious and depressed because my, I'm a water sign, I'm a Scorpio. I used to just merge and I, I didn't realize I, I was healing people. Often empaths are healers. My young, both my children are empaths. My eldest, the one with the, a lot of the problems that he had as a child, he was trying to heal the world as a baby to heal the people around him but he didn't know so even you know going around into the supermarket you can start connecting to people that are in need or suffering so the process I do a lot of cord cutting so you may not know where the cords are but I'd like to do a general cut of the negative things that might be interfering known or unknown because as you say Brenda we're all connected around the world to everything that's going on so I asked to cut all negative cords from me and I, I go through the cutting through all the chakras behind my back, in front of me, underneath my feet that um, don't serve me. So it's just a general cut using either a hand action like a knife or a sword or scissors and I'm connecting with my guides and I ask them to facilitate that process. But the next part is often when there's negativity, you don't want to go into that suffering. So often what I find with my clients is their soul has partially left their physical body and when they're out there, they're going to fragment off, especially if there's trauma. So I do a lot of soul retrieval. When, and so this is the next process. You cut the cords and then you ask to call your soul fragments back. And they're not going to come back in a linear timeline they'll come back as your body is ready. So it might be a time when you're 5 or 15 or 22, but our intent is just to cut the cords, call our soul back into our body, and then integrate mind, body, and spirit because our soul might be doing one thing, our mind might be doing something else, our body might be doing a third thing. So just ask to bring in that alignment of mind, body, and spirit aligned in the present. And then asking to seal the aura. So when you're often linked to people, you've got these negative cords, you're feeling their pain, your energy will be leaking out to them. And there'll be multiple people you might be attached to, family members, things on the TV, something that came through Facebook. So severing those cords is really important. And that sealing that aura, again, having that intent that the outer edge of that auric seal, that seventh layer, is sealed and fully integrated. And then breathing up from the earth, so many of us that meditate can be really connected to the divine and that our crown is really open, but our earth connection can be quite weak. And that's that shamanic element that I bring in is that connection to the earth and seeing either that pyramid coming from 
the top of the apex around that solar plexus and making that bottom of the period really deep into the earth so it's not just underneath your feet but like, like a really wide pyramid base so that you have a really solid anchor to be in the present because a lot of my clients I noticed are either in the future or in the past they're not quite here so that is my process of cutting calling back integrating Sealing and grounding is what I find is useful and what I encourage my clients to do as well. Perfect. And do you find that um, people need to do this perhaps when they wake up in the morning? Uh, if they happen to be, you know, people are open to astral traveling? Yes, a lot of people that are sensitive might be healing in their sleep mm-hmm. or because they haven't fully cut the cords from the day before, <clears throat> they might be still attached to people at work or family members, so they'll be, it's important to do at least twice a day, morning and night, but there might be times in the day, like for me seeing, you know, after a client, I will cut from that client, you know, it's about energetic hygiene really, so that you're clear, your boundaries are strong, you've completely detached from that person and the next one can come in. Perfect. That's what I find is um, useful. So there might be other times in the day if you've watched something on TV, something's come up and it's affected you, you feel that trigger, then you cut the cord then as well. It's good to get into the practice, especially if you're empathic because you've been so used to the other way of just Mm -hmm. sensing and merging and you know, just leaking that, you know, you might need a month of really being vigilant over where is my energy going? Am I in the present? Am I? I used to have to keep saying I'm Mary Angela because often I would be somebody else. I would have merged with somebody and then when you merge with them, you're connected to their energy field, you're connected to their disconnection, you're connected to their problems and traumas so mm-hmm. your alignment is totally gone so do you then recommend that people learn to test for themselves by perhaps a certain type of muscle testing or if they were to say my name is you know whom whatever yes. i'm mary angela yes. and if, if their yes. body for example is going back which indicates a no then oh and yes. and, and that's a good point because a lot of the times with testing, you might just go right into it, but if you're not 100% in your own body, mm-hmm. uh, then Definitely. you need to find out what's going on. So good point. Yes. <laughs> That's a yes. very good, you know, to start out immediately. Yeah, muscle testing is good or body dowsing if you, you know, face mm-hmm. north and just check, you know, that will pull you forward if that's a yes and it will pull you backward if it's a no. Using the pendulum, just getting the practice of, you know, being, asking, saying your name or choose to be, you know, Mary Angela, so that um, your body starts this new integration. It's, it's been so used to not being you that, okay, this is the new set point. Okay, I understand now, you know, resetting the nervous system to your own frequency. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, I yeah I, I know that I find with the the testing that's just so 
invaluable. And it's so empowering to see other people learn to use their body like as a pendulum or, or working with a pendulum, which I'm sure that you um, teach within your, your session so that they can start uh, working on themselves. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's powerful. Okay. So... What can people expect, you know, after they have a session with you? Do they start feeling their, you know, the um, integration within the session, or does it sometimes take a period of time? Uh, what can people expect? So they'll feel it straight away. Um, there'll be heat or tingles or vibrations in, in the body. They'll definitely feel lighter. Um, because I'm always working on the priority of the body, I, I initiate the beginning of the change. So sometimes I'll, I'll check in when they need to come back. It might be two weeks or three weeks because the body needs to adjust. I've started the process. The guys are doing the work. It's unraveling. It's adjusting. It's finding a new balance point so that they they will um, you know feel the difference. So a bit like this meditation even though I finished it, the, like you were yawning as well, it didn't just finish in that time that I said it. It will continue probably for the next three days to um, recalibrate before the next layer is ready to come up to be surfaced, to be addressed. Perfect. And I just want to uh, mention again to everyone that there are so many um, different um, services that you have. I'm just going to go over it. Um, herbal medicine, nutrition, homeopathy, um, um, iridology, allergy treatment, body talk, intuitive healing, liquid crystals. Um, there's just a numerous amount of services. So, boy, you really can um, integrate everything here and get people right on the on the right path for their individual healing. Oh, that's fantastic. Yes, and us definitely. And I also find that working in groups, I've been running my workshops now for three years, and this year mm-hmm. I've just started doing them online so that I'm not limited just to having people in the room with me. Um, it's a really wonderful opportunity to do it, um, you know, sending videos or having a conference call to help support people in lots of different parts of the world now to encourage them to, you know, learn their own strategies. So, you know, I give them great guidelines and they're in a supportive community. And I find the group work has had really amazing transformational shifts, much more powerful than just, even though I know that work I do is is really powerful by itself, when they're in a group situation and choosing to work in that dynamic, the shifts, are even more profound than I've ever expected, especially this this year, um, which has been 2016, the year of change and letting go that so many more people are willing to release. And so there's been greater opportunity for growth. We really need to collaborate, don't we? Um, as I know as a <clears throat> practitioner myself, and I love to collaborate with other practitioners. And the more that we strengthen our own energies, we can be of service. So it's essential uh, when you have um, any issues that came up. Earlier this year, I got Bell's palsy, and I was scared to death. And I um, put myself out on YouTube because I thought, well, I want to share this because I'm not going to have this get me down. So I did, and my, you know, your face is half paralyzed. And, well, I put mm-hmm. out an, uh, to, to the 
to the pra- practitioners within my various groups. Bottom line, I had about 14 people come to my aid. And they all different, all did all different type of healing work. But the power of working with other um, practitioners for healing is it's fabulous and it's, it's wonderful. And I'm really pleased to hear that you're doing that, that you're creating these these groups where we can learn from one another. So that's uh, that's very powerful in itself and supporting one another. So yeah, thank you for doing that. That's very very good. Brenda. I think when in the group it's not just my team as guides, everybody has, you know, their guides, so it's that amplified mm-hmm. space of you know, as you said, collaboration of this massive spiritual energy that comes through to co create with everybody. Perfect. So um what do you suggest like for clients for um uh, in between your sessions? Is there anything that you would ask them to do? Well, yes, I'd like to empower my clients to use the strategies that I suggest, like the cutting cord process is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I like to use is using um, the energy of St. Germain, the violet flame. <coughs> and you become the flame, you breathe in the flame, which is healing and transformative and just lets go of blocks and limitations and using your breath you can um, have the intent that you're sending it out into the future because often if we're worried or anxious you can project that worry into the future and so using your breath you are the violet flame and you breathe it out a day ahead or three days ahead or a week ahead you're actually um, opening up the space be more welcomed and received into the future rather than facing or hitting a wall of your possible negative projections. So I, I, like, I encourage my clients to do that as well as the cutting cords because then when they come back to me, they're a bit clearer. I can work on deeper issues. So they're supporting me to help them work more um, deeply into you know, whatever is going on. I love the idea. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't know what, what occurred there. <laughs> Who knows? But um, <clears throat> projecting into the future, um, you know, that's exciting <laughs> to know that we can look into the future and start healing. As you say, like, what was it, three days ahead of time approximately? Mm, mm. Definitely, because um, if there's something coming up that you're nervous about, you might worry about it. But we, we want to bring in the best outcome. So by clearing the space, that there's no mountains, there's no hurdles, there's no crumbly rocks or cracks in the road, that we're seeing that beautiful future is supportive, they're going to be, we're going to be welcomed, we're going to be received. We're putting out for a greater possibility of, of support because if, if you're in that negative mindset, it's often about lack. And lack is, um, you know, not choosing to receive at a higher level. So you've just projected scarcity into the future on some level. And using the violet flame opens that up to receiving greater possibilities in your life, health or relationships. It's not always about money. It's, I, I just like the term it's support in some way so that you're open to um, choosing a different outcome. Yeah, that's lovely because many times you can have 
a session with a particular person, and then there's no support. You're just, okay, we'll see you next session. So I love the idea that you're, you're there for giving um, support. Oh. So the other thing you can use is the symbol of the ank from Egypt. The ank is um, a circle. It's, it looks like a, a little figure, basically, a circle with a stick and a cross with a little arm. Um, so that balances the masculine and the feminine. The top mm-hmm. part of the loop is the feminine and the stick is the masculine. So okay. it's that one I often use for doorways or opening doorways to either communication in higher realms or doorways into opportunities, like attracting the right people into your life that will support you. So I, I, I'll use the violet flame to clear out the blocks that might be there, but I also like to use the ank as a doorway to open up um, new opportunities, new situations, new ideas. Um, but yes, the anchor is a great way of opening up portals into other dimensions. So that's another um, useful tip. Perfect. Now you are offering some ancient Egyptian tools as a free gift. So... Can you tell us about these tools that people will be receiving? So it's a video I've created, um, and that way you can feel more comfortable with using some of these things we've talked about, the pyramids, sacred geometry, the ankh. Also, um, talk about Anubis, um, the god of protection and transitions. He's also the guardian to high-level doorways. So I also bring in Thoth, the, um, he's, the, he's the god of healing. He brings in spiritual communication and wisdom as well. So I, because of my shamanic um, principles that I bring in, I help, you to, I help you to bring in a medicine wheel as well to anchor in the four directions to ground you and to bring a lot of these higher realm frequencies into this reality because often they can stay up in the dream state but encouraging anyone that's interested to really learn to bring that through into this reality to help you manifest that's what the key of um, this video will help you to do so it just brings in all those elements so you can create your own space at home and really activate a lot of those frequencies to support health but also manifestation into into now. Oh, perfect. I'm looking forward to seeing this video. I love the shaman work, and, and you have um, your own um, practice working um, during the shaman work and the principles. So interesting. Um, years ago in, in Canada here, I was um, backing onto um, a reserve, and they had um, a sweat lodge. Um, I mean, there's just so many wonderful places that we can, you know, do different aspects of healing. So working with the indigenous, um, um, the, the shamans, I love it. There's, there's just so many areas that we can explore, and it all integrates. There, I, I don't believe that there's just this one avenue of healing, um, n- not, you know, whatsoever. So it's wonderful that you have such a, an array of possibilities that, people can learn from and study and you know sometimes we connect with one particular 
um, aspect or one modality more so than the other. But with all of the different um, variety of modalities that you offer and services, I think people are going to really get um, quite well-rounded uh, and that and really feel the healing at all you know levels that you know spiritual, mental, emotional. Uh, at all levels, um, and really, uh, again, integrate all of that. So thank you so much for coming on. I'm, I'm pleased that you, um, you're able to do that, and I'm looking forward to connecting with you, with you in the future, Mary Angela, and, um, and as a practitioner, practitioner, I really appreciate what you're doing, and I'm, I'm looking forward to learning from you uh, as well, and uh, and where we can support each other from all across the world. We have the access to um, Skype now, which is fantastic. So uh, we can connect and we can just stay in our homes, and it's, it's wonderful. So let's put some information out uh, for people listening at a later date as to how can they get in touch with you. If you want to give your email address or any other type of information, please do so. Well, thank you, Brenda. So. My website is the three W's, alchemia, A-L-K-Y-M-I-A dot So on that website, alchemia.com.au, you'll find all my information and I can yeah, speak to you in person or by phone or Skype. And the free gift that I have to people that are interested is alchemia.com.au forward slash sacred dash keys so it's sacred dash keys and, and I will sorry and I'll be having that information also uh, once I have this downloaded on my website so P- I will have that information in there so people can click on and, and automatically uh, receive your gift well thank you so much Brenda for having me on and yeah, I'd just like to just support other people and you know raising the vibration of the planet. You know, there's all of us that are doing our our part and helping to awaken those individuals that are ready to step into a higher consciousness and you know their gifts and their potential to make the difference. We're all here to do. Yes, and thank you as well. Um, I, I appreciate you coming on, and um, and we're just there, you know. We're, throughout the world, there's there's light that's, you know, it's definitely, um, it's there's pockets of light everywhere in the world, and it's getting brighter and brighter. And and I I want to invite anybody here who's listening, um, you know, to go to my website, which is whisperingenergetic.ca, whisperingenergetic.ca. And um, you'll be able to listen to uh, the interview here today with Mary Angela and um, receive some meditations when you opt in. So please feel free to do so. And if you have any comments, um, uh, please feel free to do so as well. Uh, So now you have your own um, meditation that you can listen to at a later date. That was um, very, very nice. So thank you once again, Mary Angela, and we'll be in touch in the future. Uh, take care. You're, you're um, beginning your day or in the middle of your day, and we're towards uh, the evening here, <laughs> my part of the world. So, okay, take care. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.